They also call her Tulsi Manjari. Yeah. Labunga, right? Yeah. That's a more common name. There are differences like that you find in the, in in various texts, different different descriptions of who the father of this one is, mother of this one, different names and so forth. Um, I suppose there are different ways to think about that, um, but m- m- uh, more. Uh, that's a Cubby Connick book, huh? No, it was just a. Um, it's in No, sorry, it's in something that calls Shibaram Yeah. And the first. And the first. And the first. And the uh, not necessarily to be taken literally. They, uh, and it, 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 it also, for example, the book of Kabi Karnapur, where so many are identified, he says in there the way in which he collected his information about that, what other devotees have said and so forth. And so different devotees said different things. And he basically tended to include whatever was from a credible devotee, even though they were different. Hmm? And so they may have seen that aspect, you know, like you take, for example, um, the idea of Ramananda, he's Arjun. It's because Mahaprabhu said, I accept you as, as Arjun, and, the, and your father is Pandu, and the others are the Pandavas. It's not necessarily a statement that you are actually an incarnation of Arjun. I mean, you could take it that way. Hmm? <laughs> Having a private conversation. <laughs> So there, there are different ways to think about about that. I don't know. I don't know where the new transfer station is. That, that's something that we were discussing about the, uh, the what appears to be uh, discrepancies or differences in the identification of different devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his leela with devotees of Krishna and Krishna Leela. And so sometimes one says, this devotee is this person in Krishna Leela, and another devotee says, is this person, and so there are, there are differences and so forth. But I was explaining that it's um, those uh, descriptions are not necessarily always uh, definitive or literal. They are collected largely by Kabi Karnapur, who did that kind of landmark... Uh, work to make that identification and he did it by gathering information from different devotees and so different devotees had different experiences you take Ramananda he's a very you know he, 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 Ramananda Roy is said by Kabi Karnapur to be Vishaka Gopi in Krishna Lila no Lalita Lalita Gopi one of Radha's closest associates and he says he's also Arjuna, Pandava Arjuna, and Arjuniya. Hmm, there's another gopi, maybe. And in um, Krishna Leela. And um, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishna Das Kaviraj identifies him with Subal. Hmm? 
So you get all these divergent opinions and so forth. But you know, I take one for example. He says that, and then and then the later tradition is all identified Ramananda with with Vishaka, not Lalita, and ignored that. So um, different devotees find different things in them, and 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 identify them as such. If you take, for example, the is a, the identification of him with Arjuna. This is something Mahaprabhu said in Puri. He said, I accept you as Arjuna, and your father is the is Pandu, and your brothers are the Pandavas, and so forth. But uh, So Kavikarnapur has included that statement of Mahaprabhu, but it's not necessarily... It's more or less kind of like... Mm, to me, you're like the you know, the five Pandavas, something like that. It's not a definitive statement by Mahaprabhu. In the previous Lila, you were such and such. and So it doesn't necessarily need to be taken um, literally. And also, as I say, different devotees get inspired by them in different ways and find different things in them that correspond with another paradigmatic figure. And so they identify them in that way. Hmm. Um, so... It's not something always to take literally, and a lot of people do to take take seem to take it very literally, and then they make the mistake of of thinking, well, you know, here you have this example of Ramananda. He's like five different people, and and Krishna Lila, and Krishna's, you know, in different Leelas of Krishna at the same time, and in different Rasas in the same Leela. He's a gopi, and he's a cowherd, and in the same Leela, and, and so then they think that that that. They can pick and choose and be whatever, and they could be several people, and maybe Prabhupada could be five different people, and, and so on. But it's a misunderstanding of the whole whole book in the way I've described, that it's not necessarily literal, and secondly, that it's describing persons who are the eternal associates of Mahaprabhu who aren't uh, these uh, Tatasta Shakti. Hmm? They aren't... Someone else was discussing this about the nature of the jiva, and I was explaining that all jivas are equal. Hmm? They're all different individuals, you know, delimited, but they're made of the same elements, same constituents, one of which is will. They're agent of action, so will then makes for differences when it's expressed. Hmm? Um, so... Somebody said, well, you know, there are souls, you know, some of them are coming from the halo of Subal, and, and there's this one and that one. And so slow down. We're just talking about one kind of soul, the kind that you are. <laughs> Let's focus on that here and what your prospect is, what you're, what, what you're constituted of and so forth. So associates of Krishna, for example, like, you know, in, in the Brajlila, just as Krishna manifests partially in Matura and more partially in Dwarka and then Vaikuntha as Narayan and so on and so forth. So he has associates wherever he goes and they follow him hmm, in different leelas, into Ram Leela and so forth and and so on. These are not like us. They're different different kind of Shakti, Swarup Shakti, not Tatasta Shakti. Hmm. So they're to make a to, to read the book and think uh, that what's possible for them is possible for us is misunderstanding. And then amongst the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, 
as I've kind of been saying, or as I was saying the other day, that certain ones of them were particularly empowered to teach what the teachings were about and what Mahaprabhu was offering to the Tathastajiva. And it wasn't... Um, 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 Well, it wasn't Ramon Roy. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. Um, who's the father of Radharani? In Gorlila. Pundarik Vidyanidhi. So Ramananda had some interesting um, services and so forth. <laughs> and Pundarik Vidyanidhi also. They they weren't ex- setting an example of sadhana. That's not what they were doing. They were just experiencing their bhava and comes out in, in, in ways that say Vaishnavism is very different hmm, um, than any spiritual paths. And but therefore, Vaishnavara Kriyamana Vignana Mojai, difficult to understand the Vaishnava, how they may act. You have to trace out the motive and so forth. So, um, Pundarik. The classic story is that he was—he would dress himself like a materialist, and he was some kind of a land owner. So, when he came into Navadweep, he was being carried on a palanquin, and he was smoking a hookah, and dressed like a you know complete materialist. And Mukunda told Gadadhar, the young Gadadhar, um, who was a very nice devotee that a very special devotee has come to town. I want to take you to see him. So they went to see, and there was Pundarik on his palanquin, and Gadadhar thought, like, what kind of devotee is this? And Mukunda could detect his thinking, and so he began to chant verses from the Bhagavatam. Aho bhakiyam stanakalakutam. He began to chant this verse of Uddhavas that speaks about how kind Krishna is that Putana mm, dressed herself like a, like a mother but she was a witch and she came to the, the objective of, of she smeared poison on her breasts and to be a nursemaid of Krishna and poison him something like that very terrible motive and so forth and Krishna gave her liberation in, in parental love mm. and so Uddhava says, you know, who in the right mind would take shelter of anybody else? Mm-hmm. Look at how magnanimous he is, how kind, you know, how generous. Krishna. So, this is this is a... Mukunda starts chanting this verse, and it has Vatsalya overtones, because Putana attained Vatsalya Bhakti, a kind of Vatsalya Bhakti, not in the brudge, but on the outskirts. Hmm? And so, Pundarik Vidyaniti is the incarnation of the father of Radharani, Prashabhanu Maharaj. And so he has parental love for Krishna. So when he heard this verse, he went mad. So the Prem is there, lying underneath, always. But then certain things, events may occur... It cause it to rise up suddenly, and, and, and just like you may love your daughter always, and then you sometimes then you come home one day and you see her shoes outside your door, and you think, oh, she's come. You know, maybe she was at college. Just seeing the shoes, then your heart 
you always love her, but then this becomes a new deepen, a stimulus for this. So the prayer worked in this way, and Pundarik tipped, he tipped, hmm? and went into the world of ecstasy and fell off the palanquin and went into a trance, and, and Gadara was amazed what how the verse had affected him and so forth. Then he could understand, oh, he's he's a very extraordinary devotee underneath. Hmm? He went to Mahaprabhu and said, I made an offense to Pundarik, and Mahaprabhu said, you should take initiation from him. So Gadadhar, who was Radha in the Gaurleva, took initiation from Pundarik, who was her father hmm, in Krishna Lila. But the point is that many of these devotees, they, 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 they appeared along with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but not with the express purpose of teaching bhakti. Hmm? That's kind of a side thing of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he's doing. But he gave that task to Rup Sanatan, hmm? Raghunath Das Goswami, who's passed to him, Jiva Goswami. These are the architects of the Sampradaya. And then it's very clear in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Rupa Goswami is compared there. The meeting between Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Rupa Goswami, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gives the Siksha to instructions to Rupa Goswami, has been compared by Kaviraj Goswami to Krishna speaking the, the, the Chatur Shloka of the Bhagavatam to Brahma, the dawn of creation, at the beginning of the Sampradaya. So he's come again and invested new energy in the Sampradaya, and the person that he chose to give it to is Rupa Goswami, and he instructed him. And they, to, 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 you know, to elaborate upon that with books and so forth, they wrote the books. They have written the books. Uh... Rup Sanatan Jiva Goswami, the whole the foundational books, and um, and they taught by their example how to be sadhakas. What is the way of, of sadhana? There's not very many of the other associates that that, that did that. And they were particularly selected because of their bhava. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, and their position in the Krishna Leela, and on the other hand. Um, because of their expertise, materially speaking, as well. They were scholars, they spoke many languages, they were uh, desirable by even the uh, Muslim government and, and so on and so forth. So they were, they were educated and cultured, very cultured people, very capable of understanding people's minds uh, and... And uh, and they were harmonizers. They had very special uh, characteristics that uh, were made them very suitable, just from a material point of view, so to speak, for the role. And then their high position in the Krishna Leela as well. And they they did this service in separation from Lord Chaitanya. When I was thinking about it, yeah. Two months of the period, and then went back to Puri when he missed Nanda Goswami, and then that was it. And he never yeah. doesn't talk about him seeing Lord. Gopal Bhatta Goswami was sent to Vrindavan. Mahaprabhu converted his parents, and then he told him, "Take care of your parents until they pass away. Then go to Vrindavan. I'll meet you there." And he never came. He did come as Radha Raman, but but he didn't come personally. Hmm? Yeah, so. Yeah, and they're teaching the way, 
I think that was uh, maybe Srinivas. Yeah. Yeah. That was this next generation. Srinivas, Narutam, Shamananda. So, you know, uh, these are the devotees to, uh, that are most important to us in the Leela. Yes. This is something that I um, think I've heard you say. We're getting these Swami says things. That's the problem. To get clarification, over a long time I've been sitting on the Um <laughs> You had, I, I think I heard you say that that Lord Chaitanya only had Nityasiddhas in his Leela. Only had Nityasiddhas in his Leela? Is that, is that something you said or is that something I've heard you You're talking about <laughs> intimate, close. No, no. Well, Narutam says, Nijasiddha, uh, what does he say? Korangera Sangha Gani Nijasiddha Korimane. All the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were Nijasiddhas. That's a statement of Narutam. That said, um, there are some persons who are in a way, thought to have been converts, um, and as such, are not identified with eternal associates of Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan, like Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. Hmm? He was identified by Kabhikarnapur, I think, with Brihaspati, hmm? the guru of the gods, and so forth. So, there's an argument to be made that there's a couple persons like him who entered in, and he was a convert, of course. But, you know, you don't... It's not that um, Pundarik and Ramananda were really, really converts. I mean, Ramananda joined, but he was teaching Chaitanya Mahaprabhu before, before he became a follower of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But Sarvabhoma was schooled by Mahaprabhu and converted and changed and, and so forth. And, um, you know, there's some others, like Venkata was converted. Um, and and uh, they're not, he's not identified by Kavikarnapur. Um, so there may be a couple like that, but this is the statement of Naratan, that all the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu of Goranga, Sangegani, the associates of Mahaprabhu, they are all to be thought of as eternal associates. Um, the idea is that Krishna isn't alone, so his associates come with him. Is it, po- so, is it possible to enter your perspective? Perfected our exotic of Deha, we take a birth in Krishna Leela, 
and get trained, but is it possible to do that in Gora that you would take a birth in Gora It's generally not um, talked about in that way. There's no... um, uh, theological reason why not. We basically... There are different ideas but that people have, all of which I don't necessarily agree with about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the possibilities of relationships with him. But the basic idea that we embrace following Bhakti, we know it is that you could have a relationship with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Dasya Bhakti. It's a very special kind of Dasya Bhakti because... You're in Chaitanya Lila, and that is that's Swami Bhagavan Sri Krishna in a special mood and so forth. And as he, in his Lila of being a sadhaka, hmm, Lila of being a practitioner, enters into Krishna Lila in a trance, the devotees go with him and and so forth. So, um, it um, it's often talked about as if you take from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the teaching, you cultivate Asarup and Krishna Lila, and then how you get into the Gaur Lila at the same, you know, it's not very much talked about. It's kind of like an afterthought. Um, I talked to Narayan Marsh about it once. He said, I have no imagination for that. Mm-hmm. But um, that is clearly the teaching that, that Rupa Goswami, for example, is said to appear as a Brahmin boy in the Gaur Lila and so forth. And um, so there's there's no reason why you can't enter into Gaur-lila. Hmm. And from there, enter into Krishna-lila. Why not? Hmm. So it's, as far as the statement that some persons are just doing Gaur-lila, that's not really... I think they have a preference for Gaur-lila. Hmm. And then the, the Krishna-lila is an afterthought that, that occurs in the context of Gaur-lila. When Mahaprabhu goes, they go with him. Hmm. But otherwise, not. Hmm. So it's not it's not it's unavoidable. But then then that may not necessarily have two sroops. Well, they have, but they're not. It's not. It's only active when Mahaprabhu goes from his lila, rather than simultaneously going on. So. So yeah, it's a, it's an interesting concept and it's something that I've kind of talked about. That. I haven't heard anybody else talking about it, but it's a, it's a, it's a certainly the, theologically uh, acceptable mm. that you could cultivate the Dasyama for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, enter the Gaur Lila, and from there go to Krishna Lila. Or, I mean, the idea is also the, the more, more that you become attached to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the, the closer you come to Krishna Lila. So... It could be as a sadhana, you cultivate the dasyaba for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and then you find some other um, position, sentiment arising for Krishna, hmm, appropriate for his leela. Hmm. Does that help? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, I kind of have a question regarding Gaurila, because it's like, Chaitanya. Is, I mean, there's different devotees who are, you know, it's like Dakar is like in the Murubrata, and then in Antirila, it's like Rupa Goswami is remembering that he has, that he is Radha. That was my understanding. I mean, not the understanding. Who's Radha? Rupa Goswami? No, no, no. Uh, no. 
Complex, isn't it? I've written about that. It's not published yet, but it's very interesting, um, and it, it's quite uh, complex. But um, the uh, the the idea is that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to is Krishna. He came to experience the ecstasy of Radha, the love of Radha for himself, right? So, uh, if Krishna is there, then Radha must be there too. Hmm? So, Gadadhar is, is Radha and Gorlila. And so, he is a fast friend of their similar age and, and Brahmin families, and they stay together and they're, they're, they're constantly together. Hmm? One day, Mahaprabhu was was crying out, where is Krishna, where is Krishna? Gadadhar said, he's in your heart. Don't calm down, calm down. So then he began to tear his chest apart. And Mother Sachi saw that and said, oh, Gadadhar, you have to stay with him always and promise me you'll protect him from himself and so forth. So we find in Navadweep that um, Gadadhar Pandit is Radha and the extent to which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu enters into the bhava of Radha hmm, her bhava recedes hmm. so it's just like inside of Krishna there's Vishnu, Narayan all the different avatars right so inside of Radha there's also Rukmini and, and uh, Satyabhama and Sita and, and so forth right so, the extent to which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the presence of Gadadhar tastes the bhava of Radha, kind of steals the bhava of Radha, then her bhava manifests as Lalita, for example, closest friend of Radha, just below Radha. And so, in a way that Gadadhar Pandit is, is, knows that this Radha bhava is very powerful. If he gets this, it'll, it will drive him mad. So I have to be very careful hmm, and protect him and so forth. So you get some flashes of that, so to speak. And then he goes off to Puri and Gadadhar goes with him and to cultivate that, to systematically uh, pursue that. Hmm. And um, so Gadadhar is there uh, to assist. But what he does at a certain point is to get out of the way. He gets out of the way so that the full bhav of Radha can manifest in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, he takes kind of a diminutive position and he's diminished and and he's not... Why isn't he there when Sarup Dhamana and Ramananda are helping Mahaprabhu in the end? He's over at Totagogunath Temple and he's, he's not talked about and so forth. So he's 
he's getting out of the way and Mahaprabhu is starting to fully manifest as as Radha. But it's only possible, really, properly understood by the grace of Gadadhar. Hmm. And because he got out of the way. Hmm. But only when he saw, now, okay, this is a dangerous thing, this Radha Bhav, what it will do to, to Krishna. Hmm. And she was seeing, oh, he's, he's, he's having these ecstasies and his, his joints are separating and, you know, he's changing colors and so on and so forth. And it's hard for him to con- contain this. So she's kind of protecting him and gradually, gradually uh, stepping back and allowing it to happen, putting him in the hands of her confidential associates, Ramananda and Sarup, Lita Vishaka, so they sometimes thought, hmm? or Lita, Subal, as Krishna says, and um, and he becomes successful and Gadadhar's out of the picture, and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu leaves the world, and what does he do? He enters into the deity of Gadadhar. Gadadhar worship a deity of Gopinath, that Mahaprabhu gave him. Mahaprabhu found the deity in the sand and gave the deity to Gadadhar. So Gadadhar and Puri worshipped this deity of Gopinath Krishna. Hmm. And he, because he got out of the way, so to speak, the whole whole pursuit of Krishna to experience Radha's Bab was only possible because of Gadadhar. Without Gadadhar, it would not be possible. But that's missed because he does it by getting out of the way, so to speak. Hmm. And, and appropriate, if you will, or Relative to Radha's mood, she's not one to want to be in the in the forefront. Hmm. Um, she's always putting Krishna first, hmm. and so um, it's kind of hidden there to trace out what is the seek, what is the position of Gadadhar. Hmm. And it's complicated because, like you say, well, he's Radha, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha. And Krishna does, doesn't go into this in detail because he's trying to make the main point that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Radha and Krishna combined. And that's hard enough to digest. But then he turned around and said, and Gadadhar is also Radha. And then, oh, wait a minute. It's kind of what you're, you're talking about. And so he doesn't go into that. And nobody goes into it in too much depth. So you have to really get inside there and, and kind of thank you. Yeah. figure it out. Hmm. Peel, peel your way in there and um, I was able to write something very nicely about him just very giving a very brief overview of that and uh, it's, it's, it's the last chapter of the book I'm, I'm writing where he comes yeah, the, into the picture the Sarup Shakti of Krishna comes into the picture that he, he personifies fully so yeah, without Gadadhar, it would not be possible for Mahaprabhu to be successful. Everything hinges on, on his blessing. Therefore, some wise people like Bhaktivinoda they worshipped Gaur Gadadhar in the pursuit of Madhuri Rasa. You're getting getting up there in some higher topics. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, why is um, 
with me and consider the chief queen of Sushant Orca and Chandavali, why would Satchabana and Radha, why would she has her day, <laughs> and it's in, in Dwarka. <laughs> she has her day. <laughs> With 16,000 yeah. Her mood there is more appropriate. The mood of Rukmini is the mood of Chandravali. It's more appropriate in that setting in Dwarka. Hmm? Sadibama's mood is doesn't fit as well in the royal setting. Krishna is the prince and a respectable person, and and be all huffy and puffy about him and so forth. And uh, what he what he does or doesn't do, it doesn't give me the whole parijata flower and tree, and I want the whole tree. You know, it's like you know, Lakshmi. If Lakshmi in 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 Vaikuntha, was to get upset with Narayan, it'd be a big problem. Hmm? You don't do that. You know, that's not the kind of wife that Lakshmi is. So, Dwarka has some vaidhi bhakti to it, and the and the idea that Krishna is God is prominent. Sometimes he manifests with four arms. So, everybody in the Yadav dynasty knows Krishna is God, and we're living with him, and that's far out. They're thinking. And he goes to the palace, and you know he has his palaces. He goes to the meeting. What is it? The Sudharma meeting place, and daily, and they decide what they're going to do for the day, and so forth. And he's got his armies and everything like that. So, a person like that, you know, you can't have like the president of the United States nowadays. Uh, in more recent years, the wife gets more prominence than she used to. But like Jackie Kennedy was a big figure, you know, it was a long time ago. But she was the, you know supporting role, you know. She couldn't get up there and say, Jack, knock it off, you know, and, you know, this wouldn't have worked, you know. Um, now it's a little different, but still. Um, um, it would be interesting if Hillary Clinton was elected, how Bill would, you know, <laughs> play the new role. <laughs> but uh, um, there's some Aishvarya, that's what I mean to say, that surrounds Krishna, in Dwarka, and so there is more of a place overtly for respect, and much less of a place for the kind of apparent disrespect that you find in in in, in the Madhurya, in the human like more human like setting of intimacy in Vrindavan, where Radharani will get upset with Krishna and won't allow him to come near her, and 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 so forth, and and. Um, uh, and of course, that's very charming, but it doesn't have as much of a place in in Dwarka. So Satyabama's kind of a little bit, hmm, you know, she's a little out of character. But anyway, she is a queen, and so, but Rukmini gets a, her bhav fits better there. So, and uh, Chandravali's bhav then takes takes precedence. <laughs> But he really does um, establish such a moment where God is being actually the highest. Yeah. Krishna, even in that past time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had to say. 
kind of area that, you know, just needed to be in the chief thing and the other kind of status What does he say there? Well, he has that whole pastime. He's, um, where it the, um, novels and Dobbin. Mm-hmm. Because and Rukini, I mean, Krishna's having an affair with Satyabhama before she is actually fully aware of her. I mean, when she's still aware, completely aware of herself as well. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the whole pastime, when Rukmini finds out she's livid and she wants to just get rid of Satyabhama forever. But it's, but it, but it, in, in... But it's in relation to Nava Vrindavan. Right, right. But, but it's in Dwarka, and, and it just seems like Rupa Goswami maybe was one of the, I mean, Satyabhama had asked her. There was the two were together, the Lee Chatterjee, the Bhagavad Gita, and he had a dream yeah. to to buy them in half. Satchibana told him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's really glorifying Satchibana in that kind of Radha. Well, he's bringing out the point. Yeah, <coughs> Krishna's always the most in love with Radha. Yeah. It's not easy. He never has a point. He's never going to take that position. Mm-hmm. But overtly, outwardly, her bow fits better. So formally, she has the higher uh, central position. You could also say that he, um, that her mood corresponds with just the type of de- hero that he is in Dwaraka. Mm-hmm. That particular hero, but he's going to have a corresponding sentiment on the mm-hmm. Shakti side. Yeah. More Aishvarya. What's your question? I just want to know how you're doing today. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They keep me pretty busy, but yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I feel good because I am in good good company. So I feel well loved, and and uh, and um, so that uh, overrides everything else. I'm a little tired tonight, but um, yeah. How are you feeling? I'm a little sleepy myself. I didn't go out to sleep last night, but I'm feeling pretty good today. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's quite an interesting experience. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting for me. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've been to the Krishna Road Temple? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're a school friend of uh, Aradhan, right? Surprise, we don't go to the same school. Yeah. You don't? No. Oh. Same age, though? How old are you? I'm 17. Okay, that's a big difference. Much older. The big gap. Let me feel old. I first read The Descent of the Holy Name when I was 17, so that's a very important age for me. Well, there is a bigger difference between the years in youth than there are. The difference between 17 and 16 is quite a bit bigger than the difference between 49 and 50. Hmm. Funny that it seems that Krishna wanted wanted Rukmini to be contrary at one point, and it just didn't work out. (laughs) And then she figured out, maybe I could do this. She is who she is, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a the chapter in Krishna book where Prabhupada is talking 
Krishna talks with Rukmini, where he, he tells Rukmini that his devotees are essentially crazy. And I was wondering if you could expand on that. Where's that? Which, which, What's that? Which, which Leela? Um, Krishna talks with Rukmini. It's in Krishna book. Which talks are those, then? Uh, Relation to her brother, or...? Um, I actually don't know. Isn't it when Krishna is talking, trying to get with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he basically talks about how his devotees are all mad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, he's uh, self-deprecating there. Hmm? I believe he's very self-deprecating there. But basically, he's trying to bring out some contrariness in her and so he, he I think he threatens to leave or something like that he's not worthy she's such a worthy person he's unworthy and she just remains in her um, what would you call it um, uh, she's not she doesn't appear to have a contrary bone in her body and so, if this is what you say you're going to do, then I have to honor that, and and you're going to leave, and so forth. And she's going to pass out from it, but she's not going to say no. Don't. It's the uh, it's the limitations of that of the bhav of Rukmini, really, that uh, that that aren't there in in Satyabhama, or that are there in Chandravala that aren't there in Krishna, which is why she can't fully satisfy him mm. he likes that mm. um, side and like I said the other day Rukmini is like you know it's one side and she has a role she's a partial manifestation of Radha so that aspect is what she's all about so that that, Leela, that is just showcasing the, the her nature mm. and um, Gadara showed that also in Jagannath Puri as Mahaprabhu more and more, as I say, developed and there in Puri, Bhav of Radha, Gadhar takes the mood of Rukmini. So it's going from Alita down to Rukmini. And the example is that um, Balabacharya had approached Mahaprabhu and wanted his audience and wanted to get some uh, recognition for his work, his writing and so forth. But Mahaprabhu was not very um, accommodating in a way, and he felt that um, that Balaba was um, um, diminishing um, by touting his own work, the work of the predecessor Acharya Sridharswami, his commentary on Bhagavatam. He had written something that his commentary on Bhagavatam, he'd written something about Krishna Nam, and he wanted Mahaprabhu to entertain that, and Mahaprabhu was not interested. He said, Krishna Nam, all I know about Krishna Nam is that Krishna Nam is that person suckling the breast of Yashoda, the dark boy, Yashoda Nandan, Shamsun. He basically said, my commentary on Krishna Nam is that Krishna is not different than his name. That's my commentary. Voss. So whatever your fancy commentary is, I'm not interested in that. This is how Krishnadas depicted them. He depicted Balaba as being like a like a duckling amongst swans, Mahaprabhu's associates. He told Mahaprabhu 
What's with your people? Hmm? <laughs> he said, they're always chanting Krishna Nam, but they conceive of themselves as like wives of Krishna. And in the Vedas it's said that the wife should never speak the name of the husband, but just call him husband or something, you know, <laughs> because it should be respectful and uh, rather than uh, intimacy. And so he said, you, you, you know, who, what's with these people? Hmm? And Mahabhu said, it's very true what you said, that the wife should obey the husband. This is, of course, you know, cultural sensibilities from times gone by. But um, uh, in those days, the husbands were the educated people. Women didn't get education and whatever. So, so he said, yes, so the, the woman should follow the husband. Hmm? And... Krishna is the husband. And Krishna has taught everyone, all of his wives, if you will, to chant his name. So, you're right. The wife should follow the husband. And the example is the wife should not chant the name, but the, the point is they should be respectful to the husband. So whatever the husband says, he should do. So, But this husband says to chant his name. So, therefore, they do. And the Balava was, okay. <laughs> and so, in this way, um, Mahaprabhu was a little put, is depicted as being a little put off by Balava. And, he, and as a result of that, the associates of Mahaprabhu were not inclined to keep his company. Mahaprabhu was not pleased with him, so then we don't want to associate with him. And that was their, the position they, they, they took. Balava's, we should... We should uh, temper this by this by pointing out that he was a great devotee and he had his own lineage and Mahaprabhu proved that and so forth but um, so for the sake of teaching Balabha was used in this way and, um, and so anyway he couldn't really um, chum up with anybody of these associates of Mahaprabhu and and Mahaprabhu he, you know, he came and complained about the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like I said, they're all, they're all chanting the, the husband's name and the wife's not supposed to give that kind of thing. And Mahaprabhu gave the answer that I mentioned and he said, as far as they go, from Haridas I learned this, from Rupa Goswami I learned this, this one and that. And he just began to glorify profusely all of his associates and that Bala was complaining about. He's basically saying, whatever I am that you see in me that is of value, that makes you want my company, hmm? And, and and makes you think that you you know you should have it and so forth. It's I'm made of all these devotees because of this one I am like this because of that one I am like this, and so the love of my devotees and myself are one and different. Don't try to separate them. If you criticize my devotees and think that that is a good way to get my association, you're not thinking correctly. Hmm? Um, so. Again, again, he, again, and again, he he said, "Because of this one, I'm like this. Because of that, I'm like this." So, Mahaprabhu felt. Again, this is the, it's the philosophical principle that love of God and God are one and one and different. So, the love of God corresponds with God. So, he's also teaching. He, he's a, he's a, his doctrine. Balabas was Sudadvaita. Mahaprabhu is a Chintya Beta Beta. He's teaching a Chintya Beta Beta to him by saying, "My devotees and I are one and different at the same time." 
So you can't have me without having my devotees. So you, anyway, your policy of criticizing them is not going to endear you to me. So word gets out, you know, how Mahaprabhu responded to Balaba, and he was like an ugly duckling amongst swans. He wasn't just quite fitting in. He was just quacking, and they were, you know, whatever swans do, it's more, you know, elegant and 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 so forth. Um, and But amongst the associates of Mahaprabhu, uh, Gadadhar had particularly had a very mild temperament. Hmm? And in Puri, it very much manifest, and, and, and this is the bhav of Rukmini. Hmm? And so, Balaba found an opening uh, through Gadadhar, because Gadadhar was so mild in his nature that he couldn't refuse Balaba's overtures, and Balaba was asking for mantra from him. He wanted the Yugal Mantra for worshipping Radha and Krishna. Hmm? And so, Gadadhar, due to his mild nature, and, and in the mood of Rukmini, he gave the Yugal Mantra to Balaba. Hmm? This is how it's explained in Chaitanya Charitamrita. And so, Balaba received this Radha Krishna Mantra, hmm, or we don't know exactly what mantra he gave, but a mantra for, for Madhurya Rasa. And in the mood of Rukmini, when he gave it, or Chandravali. And you find in the Balava Sampradaya that Chandravali takes a prominent role there. Indeed, the son of Balava, Vital, is thought to be an incarnation of Chandravali. So the way that Chandravali is thought of and embraced in the Balava Sampradaya is very different than the way she's thought of and not embraced, if you will, in, uh, in Krishna Lila, in, 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 in Gauri Sampradaya. Raghunathas was said to, to um, um, in his bhajan, have been approached by a young girl carrying yogurt on her head who had, well, who offered the yoga to, or yogurt to the to the sadhu, and he had not met her before, and so he was about to accept her offering of the yogurt, and he asked, what village are you from? And he said, I'm from Sakistali, which is the place of Chandrabali, and then he refused to take any yogurt from that place. Hmm. And he thought, he, he's, he thought, oh, it's a, it's a one of Chandrabali's attendants. I'm the, I'm the maidservant of Radha in my bhava, and and they're our enemies. <laughs> he thought like this, so, so he would not take any yoga from there. So the position um, that uh, and the role that Chandravali plays is is uh, one of the competitor of of the of the person Radha, who the the, the Goswamis have attached themselves to an exclusive service. So the position that she takes, as I say, in Balaba Sambradaya is very uh, different. What exactly Balaba's Madhurya Rasa program is, I'm not sure. I've read his commentary on the Bhagavatam, and there's no mention of Radha in the commentary on in the, the Ras Panchajaya. I studied that once many years ago. And um, um, it's not that she's not mentioned in the Sampradaya, but 
We don't find Ravadasyam exclusively. And so, according to our uh, tradition and text, then he made entrance. His, his sampradaya is largely about Vatsali Rasa, but there's some place for Madhuri Rasa for some of the devotees. How that works for them, I'm not sure how they work that out. Uh, they, they basically have the Mariada, which is like Vaidhi Bhakti, but they, in that they pursue the Vatsali Rasa. And then the Pushti is for the Gopi Bhav, some kind of Gopi Bhav. I never researched it, but but from our tradition, he got entrance through through Chandravali, if you will, through Rukmini, who was very uh, mild. And then, having done that, giving the mantra, giving the mantra t- uh, to Balaba, then Gadadhar started to feel a little apprehensive that Mahaprabhu may reject me now. Mm-hmm. Hmm? And so he was very troubled by that thought and then Mahaprabhu came and embraced him and, and said he understood and he had he'd wanted to he arranged the whole thing really, to, to see the mood of Gadadhar and, and so forth so. <laughs> so And, yeah. From another side, of course, Chandravali is the, out of millions of gopis, she's second, not a very venerable <laughs> person. <laughs> so these are affairs of bhava, that without the bhava you should be very respectful. In, in ecstasy you may criticize Chandravali, but otherwise... <laughs> Or in, through some instruction, pick, make the points. But yes. Because Mahabharu and Puri is pursuing the mood of of um, of Radha, as I said, and so the more he does, the more she steps into the background. Hmm? And also in Puri. Puri is different than Navadweep. Hmm? So the mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is different in Puri than it is in Navadweep. He's a sannyasi there. Hmm? And as a sannyasi, it means he is more overtly a divine figure. In Navadweep, he was not overtly a divine figure, and that's why he took sannyas. Hmm? So he would be identified as a divine figure, and common people would would be able to identify him as such or see him as such and take advantage of him. Navadweep, he blends in. He's Nimai Pandit. He's an interesting boy and charming, but that's as far as it goes. Otherwise, intimacy will not be possible. Hmm? Devotees had glimpses. Maybe he's Krishna. He's he's a certain extraordinary devotee of Krishna. But basically, they think of him as a devotee of Krishna. In Puri they do too, but but of course there he 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 he's taken sannyas, and some of the many of the at the current the the the, the time the, the the prominent idea of taking sannyas was that you became God, isn't it? Hmm. And you became Narayan. Hmm. So many people would think of him not being Vaishnavas and having that kind of background. So they go, Om Narayan, there he is, he's God. Hmm. 
So much Aishvarya, majesty with the uh, sannyas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he's in Puri, and Puri, as, as Navadvip corresponds with Vrindavan, so Puri corresponds with Dwaraka. So if you put Radha in Dwaraka, she becomes Chandra uh, Rukmini. So you put Garada in Puri, then Puri is uh, Dwarka, so, right? So, if Gadadhar is there, then it's appropriate for her, him to be in the mood of Rukmini. Hmm? Does that help? Yes and no, because I thought that Radha and Dwarka were such a common. Well, that's true too, but, 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 but there you have, what's his name? Jagadananda. Hmm? Jagadananda has taken the, the role of Satyabhama. Hmm? <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, Radha's, the prominence of Rukmini, going back to that, in, in Dwarka. So, it plays out as, as, as Rukmini. Hmm. Jagadananda Pandit, then he exhibited the mood of, of Radha in, in Puri. And he was often very upset with Mahaprabhu. But Gadadhar, the whole time, from any, everywhere in Navadvip, he has a very mild nature. He doesn't show that side of Radha that is uh, the left wing. You know, it's, it's a, well, aggressive. Didn't he determine, though, at one point when Mahaprabhu left Puri to give up his vow and follow him? Yes, he had taken a vow to remain in Puri because Mahaprabhu had taken up residence in Puri. And when Mahaprabhu went to Vrindavan, Gadadhar wanted to go with him. Hmm? But there are problems with that. Hmm? Um... Mahaprabhu wanted to go to Vrindavan. And um, so Gadadhar was prepared to go with him, but Mahaprabhu did not want him to break his vow because people would think that uh, he was promoting the breaking of the vow. But Gadadhar went just far enough to break the vow, nobody would know. And then he returned. Ultimately, he returned. He did follow Mahaprabhu. Hmm? But there was that. Yeah. Moment. Just moment there. Sauciness. One moment, yeah. That's that's true. But he couldn't accompany Mahaprabhu to Vrindavan. Mahaprabhu was Krishna. When he came to Vrindavan he was people thought Krishna had returned, perhaps. But he he's in the pursuit of the Baba Vrata, so for her to be there would be, would, he wouldn't have been able to pursue it. Hmm. So he's a very, very special person, Kadada Pandit Kijai. What else? Yes. <laughs> okay, let go. <laughs> I 
Sometimes the Krishnadas uses the term ajatarati. Jatarati, ajatarati. Jiva Goswami uses the term ruchi, but it's the same idea basically, although ruchi is a stage that is prior to rati. Rati means bhav, but it basically means with feeling, without feeling, with taste, without taste. Um, so, really. Raganuga Bhakti is about cultivating bhava, but if you don't have bhava, it's a little difficult to cultivate it. Hmm? And the bhava involves a particular focus in the lila, and it, it also involves lila seva. In in bhava, the devotees will meditate internally, and they'll envision Krishna's pastimes and from from the vantage point of their own sentiment, and they try to step into that sentiment. Hmm? And so... Um, uh, the full, if you will, um, lila seva through meditation and so forth, is really very much applicable in 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 the later stages of of bhakti, later stages of sadhana bhakti, and particularly in bhava bhakti. That's what bhava bhakti is all about. So, uh, to the extent to which we don't have rati or bhav or or even ruchi. Hmm? then um, it would be difficult to meaningfully engage in that type of internal seva, meditative seva on the leela. Meditation requires a pure heart. Before ruchi, the stage of ruchi, one has desires in the heart that get in the way. Ruchi is characterized by not having nadanam, nadanam, I don't want this, I don't want that, Mahaprabhu says, I don't have any interest in wealth, of followers, uh, companionship, anything. Uh, so the implication of that is that all other desires are emptied out of the heart. Now he has a desire only for bhakti. Hmm? So um, if that, in that condition, it's very um, uh, one is well situated for co- hands-on kind of cultivation of internal life and a relationship. With Krishna, because there's there's nothing else going on in the heart. Hmm? It's not cluttered. Hmm? Meditation requires a pure heart. Anybody can chant, hmm? um, but not everybody can meditate hmm? because there's other desires are getting in the way, and then they play out in the form of a disturbed mind and so forth. And 
meditations about concentrating the mind. So therefore you find, for example, in Bhagavad Gita, before one can do jnan, hmm, Krishna argues that they should do, uh, what's it called? Nishkam karma. They should perform their karmic activities but without a desire for the result because it will purify the heart. And then they can do the meditation that's part of jnana. So this applies in bhakti as well. It's not because you're bhakta that, that suddenly your heart is clean. Krishna will enter, bhakti will enter in there. It will clean. The, that's the first thing it does. It cleanses the heart. So to the extent to which the heart is cleansed is the extent to which you can apply yourself in meditation, in smarnam. Again, anybody can hear a chant, but not everybody can do smarnam. Anybody can do raganuga bhakti. If you if you become interested in, in the ideal of Vrindavan as your ideal, and you have all kinds of other desires, but that becomes that's the thing I'd really like to do. Arguably, okay, you're attracted to Raganuga Bhakti. Hmm? And you're attracted because someone told you about that and and, and and they have some standing on the path and so it's become an attractive idea to you. You hold it as your ideal. But there are things in your way, in your heart to get in the way of applying yourself in all of the ways that are required hmm, for entering into that, attaining that ideal. Now, some of the things you can incorporate into your practice, but other things, so you can be a Raganuga Bhakta without ruchi, without taste, without rati, without bhav, hmm, but you cannot effectively incorporate all of the practices of Raganuga Bhakti into your your, your sadhana. Uh, for example, this meditation on on a um, on a meditative internal body following the the, the, the daily leelas of Krishna, it will be very difficult to point this to do hmm, without a clean, clean heart. And so the emphasis should be, the argument of Jiva Goswami is on, on kirtan, hmm, and nam smarnam. So we do japa, we try to hear the name, and, and so forth. And the name, the difference in one sense between the name of Krishna and and the form of Krishna, the difference between the name of Krishna the, and the qualities of Krishna, the difference between the name of Krishna and the leelas of Krishna, is that the name, although non-different from Krishna, like the form is and the leela and the qualities, it has a certain quality that the others don't, that while it is non-different from Krishna, it's also different from Krishna in that it's more magnanimous, more generous. So then you asked about this you know, a couple of weeks back. Uh, the name of Krishna tends to share himself more readily than the form of Krishna. Just like we know about great people, because do you, do you, do you know... Um, you know, I don't know who's famous out there. Do you, do you know President Obama? You could say, sure, I know President Obama. How do you know him? Well, I, you, you know his name. So, you know, but you don't know him in person, but you know his name. But um, having his name, you could know him personally, right? You could research about him further and what he does and what he's like, what he looks like. I know. Yeah, I know him now. I know what he looks like. This is his form. And so as the name is, you know, 
can come to you before before you that's how you first find out about him so similarly about krishna the name is very generous um, manifestation of krishna and the name enters the heart and does the cleansing cheta darpana marjana this is the first part so uh, as the heart is cleansed of material desire hmm, the one's capability of meditating is uh, augmented, is, en- is enhanced. Hmm? And so, prior to that, one can still be a Raganuga Bhakta. That's what Gaudiya Vaishnava is all about. It's all about attaining Vrindavan, following in the footsteps of the inhabitants of Vrindavan and the ways in which we have an opportunity to do so through our Guru Parampara, the windows of opportunity that they provide, as I sometimes describe them. So, um, we will have that as our ideal, and we will apply ourselves in ways that we are eligible to apply ourselves in pursuit of greater eligibility, hmm? at which time other important practices can be incorporated. So those who have ruchi and rati, they're uh, certainly have rati and, and uh, ruchi to some extent, they can incorporate these practices in, in effectively um, engage in them in ways that prior to attaining that um, it's questionable how effective they'll be. And so you have some schools uh, in Gaudiya Vaishnavism that, that, that give initiation and, and engage students in these meditative practices and so forth but they have not attained the, the cleansing of the heart yet. And um, and so, you know, you see them on the Facebook. Uh, you know, they got initiated by such and such Baba and they they now they know they're they've been told you are such and such gopi and, and, and so forth and they think well they're really in, on the path now. Meanwhile, they're commenting about politics and which is all Gramya Kata. Hmm? characterized politics as Gramya Kata only. Gramya Kata means Prajalpo. Hmm? Mahaprabhu told Raghunathas Goswami. Raghunathas Goswami is the Prayojan Tattvacharya. He, he, his writings are about the highest ideal of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And, and he's describing how he enters into it and so forth, in meditative trance and so forth. He writes poetry about it. It's very extraordinary. So this, this, this is a disciple, follower of Mahaprabhu, who wanted to have the instruction directly from Mahaprabhu, but Mahaprabhu put him under the care of Sarup Damodar. But he kept asking, could I just hear something from you directly? Mahaprabhu said, you have to understand, he knows more than I do, Sarup Damodar, about Radhabhav. I'm learning from him, so I'm not trying to cheat you. But anyway, if you want some instruction from me, I'll tell you something. Here's what I'll tell you. Don't listen, don't get involved in politics. Or you know, just gossip. Hmm? That's what it is. He said, she she said, and you know. And did you hear? And and you know, and then they take some little thing and they make a big thing out of it, and it's just it's very disgusting. So uh, don't be involved in that. Grammy katana shunibe. Don't listen to gossip. Hmm? And so it's not only politics, but. Don't listen to gossip. And don't engage in gossip yourself. Hmm? And then he said, don't, don't be a servant of the tongue. 
Only chasing after fancy foods all the time. Living for that. Don't do that. And don't become preoccupied with appearances and the latest fashions. Keep very simple. Hmm? People are chasing after this uh, kind of thing. I guess the smoke on that side too. Huh? Following you. It follows the beauty, according to uh, the mother of uh, of Vaikuntade. Uh, so there it is, verified. <laughs> Beautiful heart that you have. So, so let me finish. So he said, don't do this. Don't do these things. Don't eat fancy food. Don't wear fancy dress. Don't listen to gossip. Don't engage in gossip. And always chant Krishna Nam. Hmm? And in your heart of hearts, huh? think of Radha and Krishna and Srubdhamara will tell you the rest about that, he said. And then he said another thing. You know what he said? Hmm? Trinadapi sunichena torapi sahishnuna amanina manadena kirtaneya sadahari. These are the regulative principles. This is the decorum of the devotee. Be humble like a blade of grass. Be tolerant like the tree. Give honor to others. Expect no honor for yourself. Chanting with these, these in place, then you will get prem in due course. So the point is that, and I brought it out there in my commentary, that that we'll think, oh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was going to give an instruction to Raghunathas. What kind of super esoteric thing is he going to tell him? This is what he told him. Hmm? Be humble. Don't eat fancy foods and so forth. <laughs> so uh, so there's, a, uh, there's a, a place for eligibility, a big place, with regard to what practices we can embrace. But we are all embraced by the, by the concept of Raghunathas that Mahaprabhu is giving, so... Just like, I mean, all of Prophet's disciples, one of the first books they read was the Krishna books. They want to be with Krishna. They didn't read the Narayan book, the Varaha book. They read the Krishna book. And so, of course, they have to read it carefully because some of them might think they would go to Dwarka or Mathura or something. But anyway, they, they, they became attracted to this because that's where, where he resides, Prabhupada. That's what he's teaching, as Mahaprabhu was teaching. But then their qualification to follow the path, then um, that can be enhanced as, as time goes on, and then they become more qualified to embrace certain practices. So somebody may give, you know, some idea that you are, this is your ideal, and you should pursue this like this, and do this meditation. They do this in some of the Gaudiya sects, sects and so forth. But this is really for people who can, are serious in their bhajan, and they've pass through certain stages and and my experience is that that getting some kind of um, uh, instruction like that um, is often something like you know, to use a biblical um, phrase throwing pearls before the swine how will they take advantage of it and so forth and um, so our approach is is a, is a little different it's a valid approach hmm? you incorporate and Jiva Goswami has explained it, you incorporate those practices that constitute Raghunuga Bhakti that you have eligibility for hmm? 
be, before the ruchi comes, which is the driving force, and then then it speaks for itself. You don't even need instruction, practically. It wouldn't harm you, but the ruchi drives you. And that help? Anything else from that? So for those that don't have that love and desire and that longing for the ecstasy to paint the whole game, if they're still chanting it, will they eventually, will the chanting still turn out because you still kind of bring them to... Yeah, that's why Mahaprabhu said, oh, my position is so unfortunate. Krishna's names are very powerful and generous, but I have no attraction for them. Hmm? But he kept on chanting, so the name stayed with him because he humbly acknowledged that there's anarthas that I have. I have false values that I pursue and I still think have meaning and so forth. Even though I've heard they don't and I believe they don't, still this is my pathetic condition. But the name is very generous, stays with me. And so I'm very careful not to offend the name and 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 be a little bit um, remorseful about my um, embarrassing um, condition, hmm? and the name will show his mercy to me and certainly cleanse my heart. Yeah, yeah. So, what's the time? Ten thirty? Oh, Seven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> you did it again. going to be coming up here. So <laughs> too much. So I'm thinking maybe there's is the prashad um, even cooked or started or serving? Okay, so it's just in time. Very good. Mahaprasad Kijai. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Who will lead us to the Dhamma